when it comes from an honest place. Music can be insightful in not only understanding the core themes of what is presented, but rather it acts as a vehicle that delves further into the inner machinations of the artists themselves. On today's episode, I review two albums from artists that seek to invite their listeners in into a world of their own making. I'm your host, Christian Ang, and that's my cue. a slightly unusual episode as I try to record around Monday or Tuesday of the week uh, that the episode's supposed to come out. That way I give people some time to write in their mini reviews, but this week I'm doing a bit of traveling, so I'm not able to easily bring my recording equipment with me to my hotel. So I wanted to, you know, record this episode on the uh, the 4th of July. So if you hear fireworks, that's not sadly in celebration of the show, believe it or not, but, you know, rather... It's most likely people are getting mega trash, you know, uh, trashed out of their minds. So that's America, baby. This week, I'm going to be talking about two new albums, y'all. And I was really happy to uh, listen to them as their releases came as a surprise to me this week. Um, Since they both came out on the same day, it really made my morning commutes worthwhile as I'm You know, always looking for that new grind, that new music, if you will. And the last month or so felt like it was a drought, and I kept cycling through the same songs over and over again. So uh, stick around for that. But, you know, as usual, before we begin, let's dive into some things I'm currently into. So I actually just started replaying The Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds. You know, to give you some preface on my relationship with this series, I was never really big on the franchise as a whole, but I've been on a super huge um, Legend of Zelda craze the last few months. Uh, I started with Breath of the Wild for the Switch, and I just got frustrated with its mechanics when I first picked it up. Uh, But after a long break of not playing it, I decided to try it out again. And y'all, I just fell in love with it, and I became a big fan of the series ever since. So I started playing Link Between Worlds, and I really feel like it's a great uh, 3DS game, and I hope it gets ported somehow to the Switch in the future. But another game I've been uh, diving back into as well is Apex Legends, which is, if you know me, I've put in so many hours into this game, and uh, I had to take a lot of breaks from playing it since I'm on the road all the time. But uh, getting back into it just felt like riding a bike. If that bike was going through a really crappy internet connection because, y'all, my internet is always ruining the experience for me. I feel like our house just seems to have the slowest internet connection. That might have been considered pretty fast back in the 90s. But but today's standards, it's not doing it. But, I don't know, with Apex Legends, I hope to get back into it a little more after my trip this week. I just want to, you know blast some fools with my friends um and it just looks like that's not going to be likely in the near future but you never know um okay this is going to be a little unusual but it's time for you know what it is except i don't because uh, of course, at the time when I'm recording this, this is on a Sunday, but new Bachelorette episodes come out on Monday, 
So I'm going into this super blind. Um, yeah, so I'm going to just record some blanket reactions that you can use to generally describe any episode. So if you've seen it, hopefully it applies. If you haven't, you know, I feel like I've subject I've subjected you to this segment every week. So just bear through it. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it might be relevant to the, uh, the, you know, to this week's events. Who knows? So here we go. I'll just throw a couple out and we'll see how it goes. Can you believe the crazy and insensitive thing Aaron just said? Whoa, Katie really showed this week why she's one of the best bachelorettes in this show's history. I'll do another one. Uh, get a load of this guy. I feel like that's just an all-around good phrase to have, as you know, some of the dudes in the house just say some really stupid, bonkers things. But okay, one more. Wow. That date made me tear up quite a bit at uh, at his backstory. And I think that should be good. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like that should cover my bases, and I really hope that I'm wrong about some of the stuff that happens. But, you know, the show's crazy. You never know. But anyways, I feel like I feel like we're warmed up. Let's go ahead and, you know, stretch our muscles. Let's review some music. Our first review we're going to be talking about today is Doja Cat's new album, Planet Her, which was released on June 25th, 2021. If you don't know, that this is actually Doja Cat's third studio album, and in between this record and her previous project, Hot Hot Pink, Doja Cat has seen, you know, a a huge surge in popularity thanks to, you know, a lot of her hits um, becoming super viral on uh, TikTok. And it's hard to go anywhere on TikTok without hearing some variation of Doja Cat's music. So she has a really good grip on the pulse of where music is going for uh, people in uh, pop culture, you know. So when it comes to Planet Her as a you know collective project um, leading up to you know her success from TikTok, I feel like one of the most striking things about Doja Cat's style. Uh, as a whole is not through her pop or in or hip hop influences, which I feel like she excels in both genres, but is um, against, you know, the, the archetype set by her other contemporaries with a similar audience and skill set. I feel like her sense of humor and embracement of herself as an artist is her greatest asset. She owns this persona as this, you know, uh, often laid back, silly, strange and uh, yet playful um, person, person, personality, right? That's the word, um, with her winks and nudges towards, you know, sex and relationships. I feel like Doja Cat's flow and bars on the hip hop side of things have, you know, uh, a bunch of quotable punchlines and is clever in both her writing and delivery. All this is uh, in full display in Planet Her's track list, but at the same time, her pop and R&B sensibilities take more of a forefront this time around, uh, and especially in the middle section of the LP. I don't think every song is worth revisiting, but I think her attention to detail in the beat selection is often well curated, and it echoes tracks that garnered her, uh, you know, uh, success from the uh, attention she gained through TikTok, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was tailored purposely for that market. But as a collective project, I feel like Planet Her tends to lose momentum by the end of that. Uh, and Kiss Me More was a track that was, uh, you know, 
um, just as viral as her previous songs, but I feel like it was just a weird way to uh, cap off the album um, by the end of it. Thankfully, a deluxe edition was shortly released not too long after that, and so this review is also going to kind of dive into some of those tracks as well. Uh, I hoped uh, I, I I found that it helped resolve the lack of energy by the end of the record because uh, Dojo Cat's performance, however, is you know very consistent throughout the the uh, album. And while I enjoy her vocal performance through her singing. I really found myself often wishing that she would just provide more tracks that showcased how talented and well-versed she can be through rap. But tracks like Been Like This show that she can show, uh, you know, like that she can demonstrate a more emotionally grounded side to herself with her vocals. And that can be um, moving at times. And she balances it with uh, even doses of hip-hop flair sporadically. And if you listen to the episode where I reviewed Audrey Nuna's album, you notice that a lot of the criticism is fairly similar. But I feel like Doja Cat's LP is more polished and focused and strikes a more even balance in switching between her strengths that a lot of her tracks aren't immediately stale. Uh, a lot of the guest features are welcome additions. I feel like the track that she has with Ariana Grande as well as The Weeknd are more the obvious standouts that I see, um, you know, that getting realistic radio play. Uh, but I can also see uh, tracks that she did with Jid or even Young Thug as being, you know, unexpected sleeper hits as well. Grande's feature in particular uh, pairs excellently with Doja Cat's as the pair never really overshadows one another. And uh, they provide one of the catchiest tracks on the album with I Don't Do Drugs. One feature I really enjoyed uh, in the deluxe edition was, you know, Eve's guest appearance on the song Tonight, which, in my opinion, borrows a lot of heavy inspiration from, you know, late 90s hip hop and R&B. If you listen to it, it kind of reminds me of that one Santana song, Maria Maria. Uh, It just kind of has a cool vibe and um, a nice throwback feel to it. But overall, I feel like Planet Her may not break new ground for Doja Cat. Uh, But it certainly works to prove her staying power as an artist. And she's able to maintain, you know, uh, an uh, an even balance of hip hop and R&B while she's switching between both genres. And she still retains her sense of identity through her uh, humor and personality. However, I feel like much of the structure of the album loses interest uh, often in the middle of the runtime. And though it feels more like a vehicle to provide new songs to be utilized for social media, it never feels entirely cheapened with any loss of quality or charm. Overall, I'm going to give Planet Her an 8 out of 10, which you can find on Spotify or pretty much wherever you listen to music. And some tracks that I recommend from that album is definitely Get Into It, I Don't Do Drugs, Kiss Me More, and Tonight. So uh, once again, you can find Tonight on the Deluxe Edition, which I think is the way to go. But yeah, that's Doja Cat's album. Uh, when, when we come back from the break, we're going to be diving into our next artist, which is Tyler, the creator and his album, Call Me If You Get Lost. So hold that dial. I'll be back. Stay tuned. Hope you didn't touch that dial because we're back and ready to go. Our next review that we're going to be covering is Tyler, the creator's new album, Call Me If You Get Lost, which was also released on June 25th, 2021. 
This is the sixth studio album from rapper Tyler the Creator, and upon his arrival onto the music scene, Tyler the Creator was often, you know, um, branded as this brash and crass artist with his lyrics, and much of the appeal to Tyler's music was often from his, I would say, devil may care attitude. This would often rely on, you know, shocking, you know, the audience with provocative lyrics without any qualms of offending people, right? Um, since then, he's often recognized for this p- persona, and uh, he's just, you know, uh, very much known for saying the most abstract and flagrant things, uh, but was also skilled with his bars, with his flow, and his technical performance and production uh, abilities as well, which also, uh, you know, um, came in part with his uh, leadership over the alternative hip-hop group Odd Future. And so that's a little bit of Tyler the Creator, but overall with this new album, upon subsequent releases, more recent albums from Tyler the Creator, you know, tends to find the artist at his most mature. Much of what made Tyler Tyler is still pretty much intact as many of the tracks on Call Me If You Get Lost retains much of this, you know, um, cocky, uh, arrogant energy that he's often remembered for, but he mellows it out in order to get to the core of themes uh, such as, you know, self-indulgence or the price of sacrificing one's own privacy in the arena of fame, right? And what, and what comes at a cost of that? Also, in exchange for toning down much of the chaotic lyrics that fans have come to expect, Tyler's penchant for music and his knowledge in that area really comes through in this record as much of the samples he uses are often unusual but clever in the way each beat is constructed. Uh, Tracks like Lumberjack or Juggernaut switch between samples and tempos unpredictably upon first listen that it feels pretty disorienting at first, but it acts as one of the strongest tracks on the record. This is also amongst so many others that are also worth listening to on several revisits with tracks such as Sugar or What's Your Name, uh, providing great throwbacks to classic R&B from the 80s and 90s. Boom Bap beats also give a grittier feel to the tracks, and uh, it gives Tyler plenty of room to allow guests to deliver some outstanding features like you know, Lil Wayne and, Lucy Vert, and Lil Uzi Vert in particular. Um, shine as you know memorable favorites uh from from this lp and for me that's where call me if you get lost is at its strongest as well each track feels meticulously crafted between each transition uh throughout the track list it feels seamless uh through you know a complete listen through and it feels like call me if you get lost was intended to function as a collective narrative and its splashes in tones and styles help color the album with ideas that feel fresh and creative it almost reminds me of uh you know your gritty um mixtapes uh, that you would hear uh passed around you know like um and 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 that style of just having this um unrestrained you know, bars and, and flows that the, the artist would bring to the table. And it's really a, quite a, a sight to behold. Tyler's performance is always at its A game throughout this project. And though not every, you know, album that he's released in his discography is of top quality, thankfully, Call Me If You Get Lost doesn't fall into that bin and is rather, in my opinion, Tyler at his best. His lyrics are more introspective and more layered with a sense of self-awareness that you see rarely addressed in his music. I would say uh, what comes close is Igor or even Flower Boy, 
which are both uh, one of my favorite albums that he's also released in recent years as well. Tyler, the creator, can often be divisive with his fans uh, that often uh, love him for his, you know, bold personality. And he also, you know, pisses off those that are opposed uh, to, you know, his whole shtick and are often quick to disregard him. But Call Me If You Get Lost is still, at the end of the day, a solid hip-hop album, peeking further into Tyler's ability, not only as a narrative and musical storyteller, but as a craftsmanship and, and a musician as well. With each track, unlike the rest, it demands to be heard in full context with one another. And I feel like this is a must-listen for hip-hop fans all around. That being said, I'm going to give Call Me If You Get Lost a 10 out of 10. Once again, you can find this album on Spotify or wherever you f- listen to music. So, some tracks that I think you should check out is uh, What's Your Name, Juggernaut, and uh, Sweet, slash I Thought You Wanted to Dance. Uh, everything else is also very good as well. Um, I think, like I said, the Lil Wayne feature is, is worth uh, diving into, so if you get a chance, listen to that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, if you liked any of the albums that you listened to after uh, hearing this review, um, here's some recommendations that I think you should check out. Uh, I, I think you should definitely uh, give Tyler's album Flower Boy a listen. I, I really feel like that is one, uh, the album that brought me back into liking his music. I definitely took a long break uh, in between that uh, from his first album, Goblin, uh, up to that point because I feel like every subsequent release wasn't as up to par or, you know, I, I feel like uh, the fandom that circulated around, you know, um, his music just, you know, kind of turned me off away from it, to be honest. But I feel like this is the genesis of Tyler's transition to a more, you know, accessible side to him. And um, if you like Doja Cat's album, I think Tinashe's, uh Song for You, uh, Songs for You album is uh, just as uh, worth listening to. I think Tanache, you know, uh, is really good at you know blending uh, a more unique sound to her uh, to r&b that we haven't heard in in quite a while and it's just a, f- a fun album back to front so uh yeah uh i think it's time to dive into some listener reviews our first review for doja cat comes from none other than Katie. And Katie writes, I like this new Doja Cat album because it's fun and helps me get through whatever I'm doing. Uh, Planet Her was fun to listen to while driving as well. She spits really entertaining bars while maintaining a confident and unapologetic vibe. She has a great voice and amazing sense of humor. 8 out of 10. Uh, For me, I feel like Doja Cat in comparison to other artists uh, in the same hip-hop slash pop space, um, I feel like... Doja Cat really brings her confidence to the table, and it's uh, what I got into liking her music, both stylistically and just at her as a person. So I definitely agree, Katie. Uh, it it helps differentiate herself from her contemporaries, and I think that Planet Her um, is a lot of fun, whether or not you like all the tracks, right? But um, hopefully, you know, uh, this album would age well. Uh, I, I think it is definitely one of her better releases compared to Hot Pink or Amari, but um, that, you know that's up for time to decide. Our next and last review uh, is for Tyler the Creator's album, and this comes from 
uh, Wes, who writes, Call Me If You Get Lost seems more like a braggadocious album of Tyler's discography. It definitely puts this new Tyler Baudelaire character in a new space compared to his Igor and Goblin personas. The album is bookended by bombastic hypnotic uh, tracks, definitely along the lines of showing off wealth and status. The tracks in the middle showcase some contemplation and coming to terms with fame and his response to quote-unquote fans, but it's still a fun album as I expected once I heard Gangsta Grills, uh, shouted by DJ Drama on the first track, but it's not as thoughtful or deep as his other LPs. 7 out of 10. Um, Wes, I can see how the project can be arrogant to the point of dissuading some listeners that have stuck with his music in the past, but I really think that uh, Call Me If You Get Lost um, really finds its stride early on um, and lets the audience know what the project is going to be like and maintains you know, that current um, to the end of the album. It's true that Tyler's previous albums had more lyrical sound bites to chew on, but I feel like Call Me is still an enjoyable album for hip hop purists. And honestly, I really like uh, DJ Drama's, you know, um, frequent, you know, shouting throughout the album. I feel like he, in a way, sort of serves as this uh, uh, musical guide throughout the entire project. So uh, it was pretty entertaining from that regard. But that's this that's this week's episode, y'all. You know, hopefully uh, I'll be uh, on a more regular recording schedule once I get back. But if if people want to share your uh, their thoughts on the show or maybe uh, any thoughts on this week's review, uh, you feel free to hit me up on Instagram at that's my Q podcast or on Twitter at Q podcast. Uh, you can also send in suggestions on what I should review next. Uh, also, feel free to rate and uh, review the episode on iTunes, which also helps boost you know attention for the show as well as sharing the episode with a friend. It's free. You know, you're listening to this for free right now, so why not share it with a friend who also likes Tyler the Creator or uh, you know Doja Cat's music and wants to maybe know uh, if uh, their new albums are worth checking out. But you know what? Anything helps, and your support, as always, is greatly appreciated. I want to thank J1K for the use of their music, Captured Soul from the School Days Beat Tape, which you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Next week's episode, I'm going to be reviewing a video game, and it's one of the video, uh, one of the most anticipated games I've had on my list for quite a while, and it's Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I'm going to leave you off with a quote, and this comes from one of my favorite songs from the uh, from Tyler's album, and it goes something like this. You and I, we fell in love. I read the signs, ain't know what it was. But God, gotta know he might have peaked when he made you. The cosmos's only mistake is what they named you. They should have called you sugar, because you're so sweet. Once again, I've been your host, Christian Eng, and... That's my cue.